Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Welcome back, witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer. And we have a mind blowing episode today with numerologist Josh Siegel, who was mm. very kind enough to come on our podcast. We had so many questions for him. And he, yeah. like, we talk about what numerology is, how it's in nature, um, where it stems from in his work based on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, we want to mention. For those of us that have not already, um, please follow us at Basic Witches Pod on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out our Patreon if you want us to do some readings for you. We have some fun little perks on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, get that algorithm up so then we can tour and yes. visit you and meet you. Yes. Um, and... You know, it all adds up, and I think <laughs> I think that uh, it's time <laughs> to start the episode. Enjoy. In a world, two women searching for the answer of life, a story of courage and power, wackiness, and in-depth look into the spiritual side of things, basic witches come into a theater near you. Oh! Oh my God, I would watch that movie. Thank you so much. There you go. What a gift. Yeah. You just gifted that, us a yeah. beautiful. That's 10 grand, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Worth it. Worth yeah. every penny. Maybe a lot of cards, okay? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. A lot of readings. A lot of readings for that. Okay, we're so excited we to have you stuff. talk to you. So many questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but let's just start very basically. Mm. You're a numerologist. Yes. What? For people who may not know, uh-huh. what is that? Well, it's in the world of uh, ancient mystical sciences of, mm. of utilizing. Well, we all know about astrology. We've heard yes. of that, where the planets in the uh, in the in the heavens at the time that you were born, uh-huh. right, create right. these effects on your life. Well, right. the, the idea of numerology is that numbers derived like a mathematical code derived from your birth date and, and your name. Every le- letter equals a number. Gives you a numerical map to why you're here. That's Whoa. right. I've I've done my my number. Mm-hmm. But that's the life path number, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That's from from your birth date only. That's from life path. From your birth date right. only. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not enough. That's just a piece of the puzzle. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was a life path number four. Okay, which made sense, teacher, for me. Whoa. Um, yeah, that's where is that the break? Enneagram thing? No. Oh, different. Okay. Different. Enneagram? Mm-hmm. Okay. Familiar with it. Okay, so back to the basics yeah. though. Numerology, you are right. a numerologist. Mm-hmm. Um uh so what what do you do you do readings or do you do like services? So people book sessions with me. Okay. Uh there is a, a very therapeutic aspect about it. Mm. Um first of all, let me explain that uh, I'm not your typical spiritual person. <laughs> In this yeah. field, I come from, well, I, I was adopted. My parents, my mother was an academic, okay. a professor at UCLA, okay. and my father was an attorney and a judge, okay. an arbitrator, basically. Whoa. And uh, so I grew up in a very, well, these are old Jews. Okay. Um, they don't believe in anything okay. except uh, scientifically proven, empirically proven. And so uh, that, that, no, that was my upbringing. Biologically, mm-hmm. I come from these 
oh. rock singers from the 60s. Oh. Interesting. Okay. And uh, my birth father had a hit song in 1966. That's so cool. He was what a, is it? Uh, Richard, well, the name of the group is called Richard and the Young Lions, and the song was Open Up Your Door. They, okay. they unearthed a video of him performing on a TV show in 1966 on YouTube. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And I do look like him. You know? That's so oh my cool. God. He's a very okay. handsome guy, by wow. the way. Wow. So, um, <laughs> Good for you. So, uh, so the I so basically I numerology has been around obviously for mm-hmm. by the way it's not new age it's it's ancient age ah. the idea of ascribing uh, letters to numbers and numbers having meaning or philosophical mm-hmm. understanding dates back thousands of years wow so so the idea that it's a new age concept is absurd ah, ah interesting. interesting I think that is a common misconception no it's, it's a lot of things are, are misconceived yeah. because people aren't really aware of them or educated on them right yeah. so um, I was fascinated with numbers because in my journey into well l- let's just say that my parents couldn't answer any of my questions ah, okay yeah they're like, don't bother me. Ask your mother. You know, <laughs> my back's killing me. So, um, so I didn't get any of that from them. Yeah. You know what I got is, hey, prove what you do, and it has to make sense. Okay. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but biologically, let's say instinctually, mm-hmm. these sort of hippie, uh, you know, intuitive, creative types mm-hmm. that were yep. in my DNA. And by the way, I connect uh, numerology to your DNA in the sense that Whoa. when you were born, there's a mathematical code. That will describe what you're going to look like, what your predisposition oh to disease is, your hair color, eye yeah. color, certain traits physically. I loved doing those Punnett squares in like, um, what was that? Middle school? Yeah. yeah. To figure out genes. It was like right. so interesting to me. Well, that is all, that's mapped. That's yeah. the human genome, they call it. And it's a yeah. mathematical mm-hmm. map. In the same way, why wouldn't there be a mathematical map to... You know your life and how it unfolds. What your your personality traits. Yeah. What you're here to learn. Why why would there why would the numbers of the universe, the intelligence of the universe, cease when it comes to important things that you go through in life? Mm-hmm. Well, that's Whoa. interesting because a lot of times I sort of zoom out and I'm like zero 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 one zero zero. You know, we're like it's like it's all data if you if you kind of zoom out. I mean, yeah. Um, you can think of it that way, but then this is kind of deep. Do you believe in free will then? Absolutely. You, yes. Oh, okay. So here's now let me uh, I have to explain this to you yeah. because very few people in my field have gone into it as deep as I have. Okay. One of my wounds from my childhood is mm-hmm. I I grew up with these intellectual parents very sort of divorced from the emotional realm mm-hmm. and it gave me kind of a hyper developed intellect mm-hmm. and an obsessive mind mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. penetrate so deep to find the truth. Right. Yes. That it, that it's allowed me to penetrate into this this world far deeper. Mm-hmm. I've also done this for 22 years, and I've 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 logged in over 20,000 sessions. Okay. Wow. So I have <laughs> literally real life case studies mm-hmm. and perfected this system through trial and error, just like any scientist would. Wow. Now I'm not calling myself a scientist, but what I would able what I was able to do is I would track down certain formulas and see how they worked with people, mm-hmm. and started taking notes over a period of decades. So I have what I believe to be really the way this operates in, if you want to call it the code to life, essentially Mm, why we are, because I've seen it so many times Mm. and how it operates. And even in my own life and everyone I've around me and the thousands of readings. Mm. So I can tell you some things that I've learned, some secrets that I've learned about this. That's (laughs) not, it's not just speculation on my part. Yeah. It's not just pure theory or I read it in a book. I have, I have 22 years of research behind me, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what I've learned. Ooh. You are born 
with some predestined lessons. Mm. Okay, you're you're going to grow up in a particular family. Oh my God. Yeah. Your parents are going to be, as my parents say, a little mishugana <laughs> in some areas. There's going to be a certain level of dysfunction because mm. we're talking about human beings, right? Yep. Yeah. And human beings, right? Now, when you're when you're a child, your parents are your gods. Yeah. But you don't understand that they're flawed. Yep. And right. many of even in the best of families, there's going to yeah. be some deep wounds. Mm-hmm. You know. Now, what happens is is that programs you. That's a part of your code and psychology. They call that your formative stages of development. Your brain starts to determine who you are and what you think. Mm -hmm. The code just tells us what that is. That's why some people say, God, you know, that hour with you was almost like a year of therapy, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm bypassing the background information. Yeah. That's why when I give a session, the first half an hour, you do no no talking from the client. I lay down the facts of the chart to prove the power of the system and the accuracy. And and so where do you draw the chart from? It's there. So you mentioned the life path number, which is solely derived from the birth Birth date. date. The the full name at birth, as it appears on the Mm -hmm. birth certificate, seems to be some, and and believe me, I understand because I'm still a skeptic. (laughs) Don't look at me like I don't understand how arbitrary that is. Mm -hmm. I think your birth date's rather arbitrary. But as it it is, as I've proven Mm -hmm. thousands and times in a row, your birth name has a karmic stamp on it. It's your DNA stamp. Even if you change it later on, it's only a modification. Now that is your, what your fate and the destiny that you're born into. Now you will be programmed by those things. And then you will go through a series of of what, when the psychology, they call it repetition compulsion. You're going to repeat your pattern Mm -hmm. that you learn. Uh Now this is not even up for debate. This is not even, I I think this is a fact of life that you're so programmed by your environment growing up that your brain neurologically is attuned to that lesson and you will find that dude to play out that relationship with. You will find that jackass in in your career that shows up. The pattern will play itself out shockingly because it's programmed into you. That's crazy. I feel like we're all walking computers. See, then that's why I'm saying, but it's interesting. You believe in free will then because so it's like we have a code, but you can still be conscious of the code. The code is your matrix. It's meant to be broken. That's why we're here. The whole Whoa, thing. My mind is yeah. like blowing yeah. right now. Now, you mentioned zeros and ones, yeah. right? And that's computer language, right? Yeah. Now, the computer language, the, the inspiration of that was, was the I Ching, which was a Chinese mystical system of numbers and, and hexagrams, I call yeah. symbols, from 5,000 years ago. Whoa. That Confucius rewrote. The, the, the idea of the, the I Ching informed, right, a scientist about the pattern and that person, which I can't remember his name offhand, mm-hmm. but it's a well-known established fact, yeah. came up with the idea of that, of, of basically computer language off this ancient mystical system, mm-hmm. right? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you get the, the um, birth date from the person. And your name. And their name. Okay. And, yeah. the and it's how they, and it, it, well, multiple numbers. Multiple. So the, the full name, the vowels only, and the consonants, A is one, two is B. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's chronological like that. Right. And um, uh, and, and then it's how it works with and interacts with the life path number from the okay. birthday. Those how it interacts. OK. okay? Cool. Now, then there is a predictive element. Now, it's not crystal ball. It's just not some BS mm-hmm. stuff like this is going to happen to you for sure. I can yeah. feel it. It's based on patterns and what's likely to happen. Okay. Some people say you've said to me, Josh, that you cannot predict the future, but you have on multiple occasions predicted the future for, with me. Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. What I said is, 
is that this type of dynamic is likely to happen. It's like probability. Probability statistically mm-hmm. from thousands of sessions, where you are in your path mm-hmm. and learning, your, your awareness level will determine in the decisions you make. Whoa. The free will that is granted to us at birth. Uh-huh. The, the, it, we're, it, and this is interesting because m- many people kind of compare me to, well, I'm very Jungian. Carl Jung was this mm. 18th, uh, 19th mm-hmm. century psychoanalyst, so the godfather of psychoanalytical psychology. Mm-hmm. And he this connection to the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Th- it seems yeah. to me that your subconscious mind is programmed through the matrix. Then you repeat Ooh. it unconsciously. And then as you, gr- you become an adult, there is this awakening through events in your life that are destined to happen that I can see. Mm-hmm. And through that process, the, the, your pattern becomes awakened. And then, but there's a payoff. There is a payoff. Because you, once you become aware of your mm-hmm. pattern, your higher purpose is revealed to you. Mm, that makes sense. That oh. in, That's like, in other words, what we talk about with like becoming a witch, having a tragedy or a hardship that brings you down that you then break away layers you realize who you are you live that and then you get to your death and rebirth yeah you're you're on point i mean there's an old saying something a woe to those who have no adversity (laughs) for they have no reason to seek me me being sort of the divine right yeah and so what i've seen in Mm. thousands of real life cases right not theoretical thousands of real life cases Mm. The ultimate goal number, as I call it, which is the higher purpose, is the same number as your biggest wound. Oh. That, and, that, and that it's usually a part of you that's not integrated and you attract people to mirror that back. I'll, I'll make this really yeah, simple and yeah, yeah. overly simple to make a point. Let's say that you, you, you're really here to be more of an artistic creative type, mm-hmm. but your parents told you that's not a legitimate job. Mm-hmm. And so they pounded that in your head and you became an accountant and you're miserable and so on and so forth. But you're dating an artist. Oh. Oh, shit. It's like you're yeah. getting it by. It's it, it, there's a certain level of projection. Yeah, you know, oh. or you're an accountant for an art art studio. Uh, oh, interesting. You don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you? Yeah. You know, so so the, the I'm, I'm simplifying it here, but yeah. but 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 these are things that I'm able to see so and how this plays out. Yeah. We we project ourselves onto others. Well, yeah, we'd say like everything is energy, and energy attracts other energy, so that makes sense. And your matrix yeah. and that person's matrix, yeah, yeah it, it's up. yeah, they sync up, and it, depending on your level of healing and awareness, will yeah. determine. What plays out. Which is why timing is everything, which we, is why they say that, right? You know, I say people, she's like, well, when's my next relationship? Now, there's certain numerological cycles mm-hmm. derived from the birthday connected to certain years that 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 oh. I will say statistically improve your odds of, of a relationship. <gasps> but, what, but, what are those ages? Ages? Well, no. Wait, what? But here's the, here's the catch to it, okay? The type of relationship you attract, I, I might be correct and say... You know, more times than not, you know, mm-hmm. and rem- just to let you know, when I first do that session, the first 30 minutes, I end that 30 minutes with going back in time and asking you targeted questions about certain years in your life to mm-hmm. ascertain where you are in your path of learning Whoa. and awakening out of your matrix. Mm. Does everyone get awakened? I guess not, right? Well, it's a certain, it's different levels of it. Okay. You know, it's yeah. different levels. You have you have to like work you on might yourself. Have a moment. Mm-hmm. I could relate that to f- those moments where you mm-hmm. feel tapped into your higher mm-hmm. self of relief. I could say, you know, I started by maybe having one moment like that. I can remember over a Christmas like six years ago, and then mm-hmm. I didn't really feel it again for another two years. But now I feel it all like you know once a day, or like uh-huh. it's probably yeah. Yeah, that means like that you're levels of awareness. Well, there, there, there's an I'll say that there's a maybe a neurological change in you mm-hmm. where where. 
where, you know, I have a great psychotherapist that I go just, just to learn more about myself. Cool. He's a brilliant guy, the latest in psychology to be informed, to be educated, and also to work on myself, to take mm-hmm. responsibility yes. for myself. Yeah. And he's taught me a lot. He's, yeah. he's taught me a lot. And, and my work has gotten better because mm, of this. But, um, but, but he talks about, he, he calls it the habit. Um, mm. And there's coping mechanisms from our childhood mm. that we use to deal with the our wounding patterns. was talking about breaking yeah. the habit of being you, Your, right? Yourself, yeah. Oh, breaking the habit of being yourself or something like way, a book. getting this awareness onto yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, it depends what yourself is. See, yeah. see the, the matrix shows the, 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 the if, if I could call it, the experiences that you're destined to have that are going to shape a perception about yourself mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily who you are. As a matter of fact, yeah, the matrix shows yeah. where you're not going to be supported so that yeah. and what you're going to attract until you awaken to that. And then the mm-hmm. process of healing that. Sh- see, as my therapist says, there's there's the core self mm-hmm. and um, which I call the higher purpose uh, integrated into who you are. Like you become your higher purpose number. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's there's the the wounding pattern that you think you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because well, because listen to think think about this. Let's say uh, you have you know your self worth was compromised by a parent who uh, wasn't able to accomplish their career, and their the, the father was always broken because that you internalize that yourself, unbeknownst to you. You go out and just when you're about to have Wait, a major break, are you break, reading me right now? Because <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Well, let's just say, and then you go out, and, and every single time you get to a particular point in your career, mm-hmm. something magically happens to screw it up, mm-hmm. right? And it's set you. There's a certain level of sabotage that mm-hmm. sets in. And if that happens enough, your brain associates, you know, you with, I'm never going to quite get there. Mm-hmm. And and then you have the repetition yeah, compulsion. It's, all, it's all like conditioned patterns of yep. belief and, and mm-hmm. yeah. Cycling and I, I like in and out of each other. came up with this phrase again. It's one of those ones where probably someone else already came up with it. <laughs> but I was, I was writing to myself and saying, um, like turning a negative belief into a positive relief. Oh, I what love I, that. Yeah, yeah. Like what I keep talking about where we have, where it's really, really powerful to sit down and look at what you're believing, mm. like get that conscious awareness of what story do I have in the background of what I'm yes. believing and telling myself because maybe it's not something maybe it's I not don't right. actually believe. Yeah. It's coming from something else or my conditioned yep. experience. Yeah. And so turning that into like a positive relief yeah. of what you want to believe, what you truly believe in your core self. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Pause. Correct. The matrix. When you're saying mm-hmm. that, yep. are you... What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, <laughs> well it's very simple. How do I put this? I think um, I know, what do you I mean? I don't even want to say what I think. Yeah, yeah. You, just explain. you know, in the Far East, in Far Eastern mysticism, mm-hmm. they call this world Maya or illusion. Now, I never really truly understood exactly what they meant by that because I know if I walked out in the middle of the street and I got hit by a car, I'm going to get smashed. That ain't no illusion. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's real. Okay. Shit's going to get whacked. You just envisioned it. Yeah, yeah. It's very real. It's seriously real. So, what do they mean by illusion? What kind of you know, pseudo spirituality is that, I mean, life is life. Well, I kind of understand now what they meant from the work that I do. Mm. Um, it seems to me that all of us, everything is about perception. Mm -hmm. Your perception is clouded by your upbringing. Then you go out into the world with other people with distorted perceptions Mm -hmm. and wounds and unconscious Mm -hmm. material going on that they're not aware of. Mm -hmm. And then you, 
are attracted, unconsciously attracted to each other, and then you play these Shakespearean dramas. Yes. Wow. Oh my gosh. Except none of this is actually really real mm-hmm. because no one's acting from core self. It's right. Patterns it's and habits. Yeah. And, yep. No, but you believe it is yeah. because this is happening, and if it happens enough, you start buying into that that's what life is. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, it becomes such a habit, and then you develop what's called coping mechanisms mm-hmm. in order to, to protect yourself from the wound, which keeps you stuck in the wound. Yep. And then you go out there and this can, I, I, it could be anybody. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what level of su- success you have in mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. I mean, there are people out there who is extreme, are extremely ex- successful, mm-hmm. but deeply wounded inside and unhappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. So, well, humor is my coping mechanism mm-hmm. and I make money off it because I'm a comedian and it worked well, but right. I do have to be careful, which is why I like go to therapy and I do take care of myself because I know it's like a slippery slope yeah. of you can yeah. be very self-deprecating and use humor too much where it's like not even you're not even a person you're just a joke machine that's like not vulnerable well so well said and 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 very astute thanks and and notice and what i've learned is that like i said at the beginning your wounds give you talents Mm. it's just it's just like lessons well i I, there's no way i'd be able to do what i do with numerology and take it to the level i have unless i was wounded by the einsteinian mother oh yeah yeah my mother was a i was adopted my mother is a distant descendant of, of Albert Einstein. Oh. That was her last name. That's oh, crazy. Your, your yeah. biological mother? No, no, my mother raised me. Your mother who raised yeah. you? Okay, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I, and she definitely was Einsteinian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, this is going to seem out of left field, but I mm-hmm. just want to know because it's been on my mind. Um, can do you, do you know anything about the number 108? Is that, like, can you tell me more about that? Because I've just had a brief, like... I'm really... Well, that's an interesting number. Well... uh, From what I've been told, it's a powerful number. Maybe it means something about love and that it appears in nature a lot in like calculations with distance of planets or something. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in the Eastern tradition, that is a venerated number, a holy number, and that there's 108... If I got the 108 mala beads, the beads on the the necklace. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And it's... There is a... um, God, you're really, this is interesting. <laughs> pop quiz. Yeah, pop yeah. quiz me. <laughs> so, you know, I've studied uh, Vedic astrology, which okay. is which is Indian, Hindu, Eastern Indian astrology, which is a... Yeah, right. Uh, it's different. It's, it's a, totally it's, different. It's totally yeah. different. And um, and so when you, when you study Vedic culture, right, or the Indian Hindu culture and the mysticism that goes yeah, with it, yeah. but it, it's, it's connected. I'm trying to remember. I think it's connected... Uh, to certain astrological patterns that, okay. and, and, and a lunar pattern, particularly the moon. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, um, right. 108. Um, but, but, um, it is a, it is, it is a nine related number. Okay. Right. And, and, and nine is considered. Being divisible by three. And- well, nine is a, is a, is an immortal number. Mm-hmm. It's immortal. Immortal. Well, well, I'll explain to you why. Yeah, yeah please. Um, if you take a, a number and multiply it by nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any number. Okay. Yeah. It will add down to nine. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, yeah. Okay. I just That's did yeah, crazy. three times nine is 27. I remember that. Yeah. From, yeah. 
Yeah. Five times nine is 45, well, five times three Whoa. is everything is three. Like mm-hmm. three is a powerful number. Well, sure. It represents the original Trinity. Mm-hmm. But the Trinity is but way, like, is so ancient. The idea yeah, of a, th- of triun- a three. Oh, well, the Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva mm-hmm. in ancient India and in, in Persia, you had uh, Ahura Mazda or Muzdan Armin. These are, uh, these are symbolic of, of forces in nature. Wow. When you study these things, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in science, you have, I think it's, it's it's synthesis, antithesis, and well, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to start getting into brainiac yeah. crap and lose yeah. everybody. I got <laughs> to be careful. When you, you know? like get an mm. email from a person, can, yeah. can you just see their name? And like, I'm wondering if you saw my name in, in your email and just like, you already know so much about me. So this girl's a complete hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for you coming here to people. tell me yeah. <laughs> to my yeah. face. <laughs> I said, oh boy, I got to keep, keep my distance from her. <laughs> No, but can you like read someone just from their name and because you're so specialized so, at that? So I've done this for so long mm-hmm. um, that if I talk to a person I, and, and I get to know them, I can start basically theorizing what your numbers are going to be. Whoa. But that's just, you know, it's it, it just, it's just practice. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it's seeing how the system works. So interesting. You know? So um, with, for example, back to that number 108, I don't no. even know that much about it. But now no. that I pay attention to it, basically, mm-hmm. I, I see it and feel something when I see it. Because oh, you I, do. I so you do see this. Comfort. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I oh, I even took a screenshot today when I checked my phone. It was 108. And I took a screenshot just to remember to ask you about 108. Like. All right. So now now referencing a person with the number 108, that, mm-hmm. that is that is a version of an 189. Okay. Okay. It's if it a, was a person. Well, you can you can understand a number based on you know the universe and yeah. and things in the bigger world, and you can mm-hmm. use that same number to identify a human being and what their life might experience, okay. right? So now that's a very very powerful number to see. Okay. It opens up a big can of worms. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's very deep. In fact, eighteen nine I consider one of the most deep powerful numbers in all of numerology. So this is probably yeah, so this is yeah. why this number is special. I well, just didn't know that much about it. Well, if if you're seeing it, I mean it's it's interesting. I mean, uh, you you really want to look at your chart and see if there's mm-hmm. an 819 an 18-9, or an 89 oh. or some uh, some combination oh, of 8 and 9. Yeah. But but it actually represents the the deepest parts. They call it the shadow self. Okay? Oh. The, and it's it, it's very um it represents sort of the darker parts of ourself and healing and releasing them and empowerment that comes from it. Mm. And it can, it can represent, for example, I, I've known, this is an interesting thing. I've known p- shaman priests that have an 18.9 in it. And I've, and I've known people that run multinational corporations that have the number 18.9. Mm. It's a very powerful number. It what rules. What does that mean? 18.9? Like well, in their chart, you like. Yeah. So it's a it, when you when you add certain numbers down, there's mm-hmm. going to be double digits. Okay, Usually, okay. the ultimate goal number is a, is a triple digit number, okay. and you can extract two numbers from that. But if if eighteen nine is there, um, it, it's it, I go I I, th- I look to myself. I go, oh boy, this is going to oh, be deep. Whoa. This is going to be deep. I mean, I don't know how far to get into this, but but because I don't know how relevant <laughs> this is to your life because you're seeing this, so right. it's different than having. Well, I don't know right. if it's in your chart, right. but but it it means sort of you know, facing sort of guilt and sin and the, and the darker parts of yourself Whoa. and healing, Scorpio, which I is like so that's, Scorpio. Yeah. 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 
and then empowerment that comes from that. And usually it yep. means, Whoa. Um, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it can, actually can be, uh, I call it also the director producer of what you do okay. and, and yeah. it can roll other people's money and investments towards building up sort of your empire. Mm-hmm. It, and, and, and it's a cross between empowerment, material success and humanitarian and healing qualities. It's balancing the two. <laughs> Wow. I would say all of that was in my birth chart. Yeah. So that's that interesting. And yeah. which was an astrological, a Western astrological yeah, sure. reading. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Wow. Okay. I also want to talk about, you mm-hmm. were in a, a consultant for the number 23, that, that movie. Oh, yeah. Jim, Jim Carrey. What was that like? I that sounds that so cool. To- well, I, what they did is um, they, they consulted me for the, uh, well, back then they were doing really big special features on DVDs mm-hmm. and um, oh my gosh. I love yeah. special I features love that too. yeah, yeah. I don't do that as much anymore and uh, they sp- would spend huge millions of dollars on the on the on the special Whoa. features on the extras oh my gosh and um, so uh, I was consulted by the producers um, to and it was a really great project to sit down with me in a studio in Hollywood and light me dramatically and just literally Whoa. go go <laughs> Tell me everything about the number 23 and numbers and history and the story of this occult knowledge. Uh And I literally, they put lights on me and and I was in a suit. They sat me down and I spoke for an hour straight. Oh my gosh, about the number 23. That's amazing. It was one of the coolest projects. All that knowledge through the painstaking research and the... Yeah, delving into worth it right then old there, books right? and out of print things and yeah. you know, ancient manuscripts. It all was there. Yeah. That's cool. And I didn't know they even did that much for that movie. I yeah, that's just dope. thought it was like Well, some people say the, the special features are a lot better than the movie. Oh, honey. <laughs> I loved the movie. It was cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything yeah. added up. And then I noticed, after mm-hmm. I saw the movie, I uh-huh. noticed 23 popping up a yeah. lot. And it was a cool concept to have that as the villain sort yeah. of, right. of a threat, but like what is the power, the, of, the power of 23? Well, okay. It's based on something called the 23 enigma okay. where a lot of uh, cataclysmic or uh, unforeseen events take place under the number 23, like nine mm-hmm. 11 and mm-hmm. dates oh, and time. How does 9-11 get to? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. It, it's when I do projects, okay. And, and now I'm even choosier than I was before. Mm. Credibility is so important to me. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke to you about this before yeah. I came on the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, you have to be careful in these things because, yeah, people can see numbers and there can be events under certain numbers and you can draw all kinds of conclusions from that. It doesn't make it true. Okay. But there, there are certain events that have happened in this, shall we say, people's deaths and things like that Mm -hmm. who are famous that seem to connect to the number 23. The idea was, was there any kind of evidence going dating back, you know, was there any kind of evidence that the the number 23, maybe from the ancient mind or in ancient traditions meant anything like, Hey, crazy time, Mm -hmm. watch out, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And there is some evidence of that, but you know, I do, you know, I've done projects over the years that, I think back and I, and you know, sometimes when you do TV, they edit you and Mm -hmm. you got to be careful. You got to be careful, but let's just say, yes, there's, there's some types of things associated with it, but not enough for me to go, Oh, I'm at 23. And there's a group of people, you know, that they have a 23 society and they give, send each other messages and everything's 23 and they're, you know, yeah. Yeah. And they trip out on each other and I'm like, okay, that's not, that's not me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you use numbers in your daily life to guide you in any way? Yeah, I do. Yeah? I do. Like, what's that like? In what well, way? Sometimes I, I time things a little bit. Oh, cool. You know? 
um, you know, I don't know to what degree I'm helping myself or hurting myself, but, mm-hmm. but, but I, I, I tend to think that there's, there are, yeah, maybe you don't want to micromanage your life, mm-hmm. but, but some things just sort of happen under certain cycles that sort of make mm-hmm. sense. And you say, okay, I get that. That's just the, the universe working, yeah. the intelligence, mm-hmm. right? But you know, there, there, there are times that I str- use a little bit of strategy there. Okay, you just kind of reminded me of another thought mm. I was wondering um, to ask you about nature and numbers. Mm. Because mm. when you just now said, like, oh, maybe there's something from the universe cultivating a cycle that made me think, well, nature, everything is cycles. Everything is, like, death and rebirth and growing and mm-hmm. dying. And so, and Fibonacci series is with I was going to say that. Right? Yeah. yeah. They oh. even use the Fibonacci uh, sequence when they're studying the stock market. What is that? Can you, can I don't you, know what that like, is. Tell us more yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you know, it's interesting. Um, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the stock market right now. Oh, this cool. reminds me of that Darren Aronofsky's film Pi from the from the '90s, shot in black and white. Cool. Oh, I haven't seen oh it. my god, you guys got to see this film. Okay. Yeah. This was like <laughs> the dopest shit ever. <laughs> And and I loved it. Even this guy, apparently he's, uh, you know, has this computer system and he's cracking the code, Okay, you know, and obviously people want to know what, what's up with that to use it for the stock market. But it's funny. He gets kidnapped by Orthodox Jews. (laughs) How dope is is that? No, no, it's just, just but, but, but they kidnap him and they take him to an underground. I grew up in a Jewish family, so Uh I just, it's just cool and funny at the same time. And, um, and they think. Because in Kabbalah, which is Jewish mysticism, mm, yeah. there's a lot of numerical. Mm. That's how I first got into this, by the oh, way. Kabbalah. Well, because I grew up in a Jewish family, and I was yeah. like, "Well, what's like okay to look at without going off the, you know, the deep end?" Wow. Oh, yes. I come from a Jewish family of intellectuals. Yeah. I can. I'm looking at Kabbalah historically. Yeah, you know. makes sense. Yeah. Don't get caught up in it. It's crazy. <laughs> you know. So you do voiceover. I don't know. In my, you know what? I have You're to. Good. Tell you. you clearly do voices. <laughs> I do a decent. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We have to do something about the taxes in, in California. Don't be such a girly man. That's decent. That's good. That's decent. That's good. That's So, Kabbalah, nature, yeah. numbers, numbers in nature, Fibonacci series. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, you mentioned Fibonacci and, you know, snails and hurricane patterns and yeah. snowflakes and things of this sort. Look, if you study some Einstein, you know, mm-hmm. um, my Einsteinian mother, um, he, you know, towards the end became rather religious, if you will, or spiritual, if you will, because he, he, he started looking at all these patterns in the universe and he goes, ah, this, this can't be a mistake. There's some kind of intelligence. Carl Jung, um, who I love, he, he said that, that he believed that man, um, didn't manufacture numbers that the numbers already existed. They just found uh-huh. them that they were, they were just sort of the universal pattern that was already there. Right. You know, now all this stuff is fascinating and deep. And if you really want to know where this stuff comes from, it probably comes back thousands of years ago to, you know, man looking at astrological right. events, wow. the seasons yeah. right. and nature. It is nature. It, it yeah. is nature. It is the like intelligence come from nature. Yeah. It's like, right. There, there is a time and place for everything underneath the sun. There is, there is a cyclic, cyclical nature of life, fashion, music, um, the stock market. It is incontrovertible. It's inarguable. It is the fact of life. I have to say the one and only time I've done acid so far, I saw (laughs) concentric circles on top of everything. Oh, you can see shapes, sound. 
everything is a circle. Yes. Like what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Um, circle is one of the earliest symbols for God in the universe because mm-hmm. there's there's no beginning and no end. Mm-hmm. But don't you think that comes from nature? I mean, I guess of course it does. Like, yeah. yeah. One of the earliest like, symbols of God was a circle with with a with a cross in it, mm-hmm. symbolizing right, right, the four. Right. Well, four fixed signs of the zodiac, but the four seasons. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, man yeah. became agricultural after after a certain mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. Look, we everything we, is cycles. Every, it, yeah, it, it just it's it's not even worth debating because it's a fact. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, your life will will go will have periods of of. Mm-hmm. I call the happy times recess. Oh, and then I like that. this is boot camp for souls, really. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so the happy times recess and you chill and you you know you rest on some of your laurels. And why you gotta you like know? really appreciate it and take it in when it's happening? Yeah, you, you gotta yeah. love it. Yes, you gotta love that stuff, baby. Yeah. Is gratitude like a big part of your daily practice? Uh, more compassion for myself. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I didn't know one of the reasons. You know, I talk about all this intellectual stuff and it's you know I find it interesting some people find it interesting but to, to tell you the truth the, the the work that I do is actually deep is, is emotional mm-hmm. it, it's 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 dealing with deeper stuff now mm-hmm. I told you when we talked on the phone that I do use humor mm-hmm. because I think that that self-help and growth um it doesn't have to be so serious yeah. there are times when you need to be there and hold space for people and be serious mm-hmm. but but the compassion that I've learned for myself by working on me mm-hmm. and looking back at some of the patterns I played on my life and the people I've attracted mm-hmm. and, and, and the pain that I've dealt with yes. in my life personally yeah. informs me about how life is and how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. It's not just about being correct and cracking the code. Right. It's about helping people to see the light and enjoy and, enjoy and heal and, yeah. and see their potential. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I didn't have that kind of, you know, that mother, come here and, and give me a big hug. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, me either. I, I give people the big hug, if you will. Mm-hmm. I, I give them what I didn't get. Yeah. And I, and I, and I inspire them and I'm emotionally there with them. Mm-hmm. I feel those numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a computer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love, I feel like I like, yeah. want to cry right now. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is so... Deep sound, you look like you need a hug. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I always do. <laughs> uh, so the numbers are information, but it's also emotion. Are you intuitive with your work, would you say? You, you kind of have to be. Yeah. You know? I used to get uncomfortable talking like that. No, it's a system and there's a reliability factor and, and there's an accuracy and I don't want to... No, you, you're... You you do have to feel it out a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'll just say, you know what? I feel this is the last douchebag in your life. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I think I think yeah. you're done. <laughs> so, well, well, how do you know that? Now, 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 now. You know, I looked at their age. I went back and I ascertained how many times they repeated their pattern. I looked at the cycle mm-hmm. that they're in. I, you know, blah blah. You know, I, yeah. I, I see what level they're on. Yeah. And then there's that last bit. I feel this, mm. you know, yeah. and, and, and so, you know, how much percent of that is in there? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, mm. but I'm an intuitive person Okay, cool. and I sense and feel a lot. Yeah. And, and, but, but I, I, I don't, it, it's an, it's an adjunct or I add mm-hmm. it on top to of a proven methodology that I have a reliability with it. That's why I'm able to speak for 30 minutes first to lay down the facts. Mm. Either you're right or you're wrong. That's how you prove the power of the system. Will you go on record? Let them record it, break it down, go back in time, explain things to them. You then referenced it after you start getting into a dialogue. 
And that's you. You have to know your. You have to know your business. Yeah. yeah. To be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Ooh. So okay, I have another yes. question. <laughs> All right. Um, mm. This is also out of left field, but. Mm. Why do people have favorite numbers? Mm. Can you speak to that at all? Like what? Yeah, good question. I mean, that's maybe not as deep as we've already been going, but just a curiosity. Yeah. You know, it's a good question. Uh, sometimes um, when what I said tracks people to different numbers. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, the most common number that people see is eleven eleven. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do gosh, see I that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that whole clock thing. Yeah. yeah. I, wish. I do that. And 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 so people ask, well, why the hell people to see that? I mean, statistically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, how many times people have called me or told me or, you know, I see this number. I would say that number is number one statistically. Now, I, I have my theory. Why? Because, you know, as Jung said, maybe these numbers are sort of already existed and they represent deep, you know, super conscious thoughts and ideas that are mm-hmm. within, you know, the collect. he called the collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. All human beings mind that goes back thousands of years. It's kind of yeah. there. Right. So he it, 11 symbolizes breaking out of the matrix. Really? Oh, no cool. Way. We gotta watch The Matrix. Yeah. We so, still haven't yeah. seen it and it keeps going. Well, it's a very up. deep movie. Yeah. I mean, besides, you know, uh just some of those cool early special effects. Yeah. But 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 it, it was a it was a deep movie because it's it's symbolically true. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. The, the the person in the story is caught up in this he doesn't believe that he's the chosen one uh-huh. right and so this is us not believing what we're capable of yes. believing yes you totally. gotta believe that you're a chosen one I, I i i know this because i've seen it in myself i've seen it in other people the the program is so difficult it it, it i get i can get emotional about it. i've said program being life well, you're, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Life, the matrix that yeah. you come into. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I it's, agree. Yeah, it's, we say that the human existence is fucking so hard. crazy. Well, this it's because I, I, I listen. I've done sessions. Not every single one is like this, but I've done sessions where I've sat down with someone and literally decoded the last fifteen years of their life, life so sh- shockingly accurately. You know, indisputably. So even the most ardent skeptic couldn't poke holes in that, right? And then I tell them, "Here's what I see for you. Here's what is so there for you." This positive, wonderful, beautiful stuff, yeah. and they go, "Oh, I, 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 I don't know." I said, "Wait a minute! I just broke down. Yeah. I just the level of credibility here. I just broke down your life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should get a restraining order against me if this is, you know, if I hadn't yeah. been following yeah. you." Yeah. And yet, when I tell you I've got credibility with you, mm-hmm. but when I tell you about what's possible, you find it so hard to believe. Mm. Well, people have a hard time believing the positive. That's or believing right. Believing that they can mm-hmm. live a good and positive and happy life. I know. Why? And it's be, because be, be, because the matrix can be quite powerful. Mm. Now, my therapist he calls it the pattern or the or, or the he calls it the habit. Mm-hmm. I you know sometimes I sit there and I go you know I don't you know sometimes I argue with the guy you know <laughs> which I think he, he he likes to a little bit if, <laughs> yeah. if not annoyed at times. Yeah. I said, but how do you just call it a, a pattern? You know, I bite my nails. Is that that's just a pattern? Mm-hmm. These are something that people have been doing for decades. You just call yeah, it a pattern. It's a mindset, mm. it's a muscle, and it's mm-hmm. a it's yeah. a pattern. It's a neurological like pattern. It is right? totally neurological. Yeah, it's a um, I forget what it's called, but you set these tracks, and then you have to rewire it. Right, you have to and learn it. What the, the bizarre thing about it is, that most people are completely unaware they even have patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eleven eleven is a sim- symbol symbolic of awareness of the matrix or breaking out. Where does that that, come from? that life isn't just a series of random events mm. that. 
you're, you're not having tunnel vision, that you're becoming aware that there's some intelligence, a higher purpose, that there's more to life than what you see. That is symbolic of the number 11. That's okay, why people cool. see it because okay. it's their subconscious mind noticing attuning, that. Uh, noticing that. Ah, okay. Now, yeah. oftentimes people like a number that's just their lucky number because of a, an event that happened in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when I won the, the, the trophy, I was wearing the number seven on my jersey. I've always right, loved the number right, seven. Right. But there are, there are cases where people are, happen to love a number that's actually a, a pertinent number in their chart. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. More times than not. Not always, but yeah, more times than not. that's what I'd be curious about to know. So like. interesting. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. So is there any... We are happy to do a card reading of you also, but is there any, mm-hmm. like, little mini reading you could do of us? Yeah. Of how something about work? our numbers? Hmm. Hmm. That takes... You don't, you don't have to say Well, yes. how much we time can... do we have? Because um, because it's... <laughs> it's 4.37. We have this we have space until 6, so it's whenever you need to go. I don't know how long does that take to do. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm not against it. It's 4.37. 4 plus 3 is 7. <laughs> I do that Whoa. all the time. I always like Can I get a reading from you? <laughs> Jesus, Whoa. how did you figure that out? <laughs> um, uh, it, it's. Um, I sometimes get to this position where it's like there's so there, there's a lot to look at, right? Mm-hmm. And and you, you, sometimes you got to ease into it. And and people don't realize the depth of what I can see. And sometimes okay. that makes people go, "Oh shit, I don't want to." You know, okay. I didn't know you were going to get into that. Got it. And so speed read. Could we do a like? I can do a, a, a reading on speed if you'd like. <laughs> I'm just going to talk a lot faster. Uh, no, just kidding. But but um, uh, it. it I, I can, but you have to understand that I'm, I'm only going to tap into a little bit about it because, yeah. it, because, because, because it takes, it, it, it's, it's not fair to get into someone's like deep part of their life or look yeah. into that and then yeah. just go, okay, well just, you know, drum stuff up. It takes time to really mm-hmm. do it properly, Got it. you know, yeah. but you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, let me see, let me see what I see. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, okay. let me take a look. And if I, if I see, and I said, nah, I can get into some of this, Okay. then, then I will, if I feel like it's going to be a deep. Okay. Deep thing, and 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 it's just gonna. I, then it's not. <laughs> it's not me. just. Well, you know, with my integrity, you want to, you know, do this in a, in the right app yeah. time frame right. and yeah. give it I give it time. That. And do you need you know, a paper and yeah, I'm gonna need a pen. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was gonna do this. <laughs> you know, well, thank you for doing it. Yeah, pop quiz. <sighs> All right, I'm done. Wow. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh, what. Okay. So it's interesting. You carry a 4711 like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so all 11s, and this is people interested in these kinds of things tend to have the number seven or 11 in their chart mm-hmm. when they're attracted to either spirituality or higher consciousness or the alternative mm-hmm. realm. By the way, you can 11-ize anything. If you're a doctor and you have an 11, you might be a holistic practitioner or Ayurveda. Oh, if you're a builder, you you build green buildings. Cool, yeah. You know, you can... Interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... Um, uh, so eleven will will bring you that kind of alternative intuitive mind. That's why, mm. but but you're you're also a, a forty seven eleven. Now, just just to, there's there is a bit of an escapism with that number from from the child. I I have the same number, mm-hmm. and um, it it brings a great imagination, intuition, and and a little bit of an otherworldly kind of quality. Um, some of that you can utilize in your creativity mm-hmm. for phenomenal stuff. And eleven, by the way, does rule the media in modern times. Mm. They're supposed to be the messenger. 
They're supposed to be somebody that in, enlightens others and plays I'm plays an eleven role. I'm right? a Gemini too, which is yeah. like messenger communication. Messenger communications, <laughs> and uh, and you also do have the number of communications in your chart five. But I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So Whoa. now, but most forty seven seven is the number four is your structure and your stability, and seven is mm-hmm. is is. Is, is a spiritual number, but also has to do with, with learning about trust. Mm. The, most 47-11s, there usually is some perception or an actuality of trust broken in a family growing up. Oh, my God. Okay? Yeah. Now, part of that, you talk about coping mechanisms. Part of your great imagination creativity came from disassociating from that or imagination so you didn't have to feel all that, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, that's just one thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can see why you're kind of doing what you're doing. Now, yeah. you share that number with a lot of people, so it's not as identifying. Um, but we talked about communication. Mm-hmm. You have a 50 slash five personality, five rules, communications, um, and communicating for a living or marketing and promoting of things. And, um, and you have a 35, eight inner drive, which I think is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Because what does that mean? <laughs> well, it's an, it's an ambitious number. It's, cool. it, 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 it brings a certain level of, of ambition for success mm. and achievement. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, people who push through obstacles, you know, mm. will have that number. Um, now there's a little bit of nervous tension from the 13, four, which is a little bit of survival mode and getting things done. We're all going to die kind of thing from time to time. I always think we're you know, all going to die. It's, it's that, um, what, there are four numbers in numerology. We call them karmic numbers, mm-hmm. 13, 14, 16, 19. Now, it's a traditional meaning. I don't necessarily describe them that way. But some you have a 13, 4, which gives a good, strong work ethic. But it, it does have this nervous tension about getting things done or worrying about what's happening tomorrow and can get a little bit fight or flight kind mm-hmm. of anxiety about things from time mm-hmm. to time. You do. Mm-hmm. You express that a lot. I have anxiety yeah. a lot, yeah. So, uh, no, that's typical. About things getting done. Yeah. 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 It's a very typical manifestation of that number. But it also gives you sort of a creative problem-solving, you know, yeah. quality to you where you can get it done. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's also a versatility. You're an 85, 13, 40. This is a, this is a very versatile number. It means, it means you're not a one-trick pony. You can probably do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Which is also a Gemini thing, too. <gasps> do, you'll see cross-connections oh, with this. Oh, yeah. I'm not okay. surprised. Yeah. Wow. So, so um, and... Uh, that means I've seen people with different jobs or, you know, or they're so versatile, they could have different jobs. Mm-hmm. You want a job that allows you many different aspects of it because mm-hmm. you'll get yeah. a little restless yeah. if you don't. Yeah, you know? which I do. Yeah. yeah. Just being an so, artist. Wow. Now, Whew. let's get into the real stuff, okay? okay? <laughs> oh, we can always add it. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Totally. There, there is a dramatic conflict from within between security and freedom. Mm. in your chart Mm -hmm. and um and there is a need to take chances in life Mm -hmm. but it's so funny because there is one number i call the matrix number even though this part of the chart is the matrix part of the chart and it's the 15 6 and you have it and so let me explain this to you this is why i call the and it's interesting because i call the matrix number right (laughs) all right i feel like you're just about to blow my mind (laughs) so when we're a child and we don't get what's called unconditional love, okay? The child de- de- um, creates a belief system as to what they think they need and want or, or to do in life. Mm. And they, that becomes their, their drive later on. Now, they don't, as you get older, you don't realize that you're, th- this part of you that causes you to go after certain things may or may not necessarily, or, 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 or the way you look at yourself, you don't know that this is based on um, this what I would call a faulty switch in the childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The 15-6 is learning how to love and accept themselves unconditionally, but they have a, a switch in them or a belief system that thinks they're not enough. 
and that causes them to be addicted to self-improvement and to do mm. better and to change and to always live up. There's this thing about living up to expectations of what you should be, ought to be, and supposed yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. That encompasses your whole life and what it does. Now, meanwhile, there's a fear of being trapped, okay, and limited in something where you won't be free to be who you are. Mm. But at the same time, you have this this programming in you that says you need to do this, and you need to have this in your life, and you need to be like this which creates this, these strange predicaments of, of actually trapping yourself into things that aren't working for you, where you're not getting your needs met, but thinking, well, I should want this. This, is, this should be good for me. And then, and then at some point awakening out of that and saying, I need to get out of here mm-hmm. and break free, mm-hmm. right? And this usually plays out in relationships with, now look at this. Mm-hmm. If you put someone on a pedestal, because six is, you already have a 47, 11 mm-hmm. and six is one of the things in a childhood of a six is that when they're not getting that unconditional love, they start creating this sort of fantasy life of what this real love would be. Yes. And oh it's, my God. And it's very idealistic. Mm-hmm. So now, now watch this. Now, if you, you, you look for that in someone, certain mm-hmm. hallmarks, certain mm-hmm. characteristics or a checklist, mm-hmm. and then you put them on a pedestal, you idealize them, mm-hmm. you fall in love with that ideal, mm-hmm. right? Thinking I should, this would, this is the guy I'm looking for. Yep. This is the ideal. This is what I should ought to supposed to be. If I can get that, that reflects well upon me. That's like, yeah. I got the, the great, the great catch <laughs> only to find out later you've trapped yourself in a complete illusion. Yeah. Now, actually truly what I wanted or something. No, actually not only what you not want, bad for you. It doesn't meet your, it doesn't meet your needs and your feelings, which you turned off in your childhood. Mm, Okay. Now, now, now watch this. If you, if you put someone on a pedestal, where does that leave you? Lower. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now you have to do what I call perform for love. Mm, So now. I already did. I know. Don't say anything. All right. So, (laughs) right now we already know six rules, the arts. Mm. Right, it rules film, it rules aesthetics, it rules design, it rules artistic things. Mm. I'm a double six. I was a singer songwriter. Mm. I can still do a pretty decent Al Green, and um, <laughs> so so what you're doing at that particular point is you're creating a situation where you're going to have to be the most amazing, fantastic, wonderful, and great girl to warrant being with such a demigod. Mm-hmm. Only to find out later that this isn't this person isn't. You may not even like them. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, when you really find out what's really going on inside. Mm. Now, watch this. This is called the fixer-upper. You take someone that isn't quite what they should be or could be, Mm -hmm. and then you attempt to improve them and make them better, Mm -hmm. right? You make them... Now, that person doesn't feel accepted and loved either, Mm -hmm. right? I've done done both of these things. Oh, really? That's shocking. (laughs) I would have never have known that. Okay? This is a classic 15-6 because... And it's all based on this... Classic 15-6. It's the the, inter, the internal judgment and criticism and the lack of self-acceptance from the childhood of not getting that unconditional love causes you to either look for some fantasy ideal mm-hmm. and then the anxiety of being worthy of that or, mm-hmm. or, fa- or, or making, because you don't feel enough inside, you take someone and you, you, you project your own Im- improvement qualities onto them. I need to do better. So you find someone, a project, and then mm-hmm. if they can do better, then we can have that great relationship. Mm-hmm. In both cases, you will not have love. That will not Damn. work out. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The only way to, to, to learn about this is to break the matrix, which is what's causing you to do both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which is which is which is going within and learning to love and accept the way you are. Know that you're enough. Mm-hmm. 
and watch the decisions you make and go, is this really because I should ought to supposed to be and it's going to yeah. be good for me? I mean, yeah. a lot of men that have this, you know, they work out all the time. They have to be to scratch on their porch. They have yeah. to like have this success because they need this, these outer things yes. and they don't love themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't love themselves and they're unhappy all the time, but they're driven for external yep. success. It's all external illusion. Yep. It's all an illusion. Yeah. This is why I call this the matrix number. You can have the greatest success. You can you can get that big break in your comedy life where you're mm-hmm. finally out there and you got your own show. You're on HBO doing your stand up yes. <laughs> and you're crushing. You're killing it. But if you never really work on this inside, mm-hmm. it'll be like, well, well, why am I not getting that kind of show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's always going to be a need for more. Exactly. You're going to compare yourself. There's always going to yeah. be a more. You're you're never going to be happy, mm-hmm. right? And then the other thing is finding your true art mm-hmm. is doing what you love, not just for the applause. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, yes. Totally. Yeah. Right. An I'm artist, learning this too, all this that you're oh, saying. Well, you're in your 11 year, which yeah. is a shift of consciousness and awareness into your higher purpose. Wow. Which and is you're to, also at your Saturn return. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Basically. Which, which is, which is awakening to, right. The fact mm. that what you're here to do is bring the love that you you're learning about yourself into your work mm-hmm. and not worrying about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing enough and living up to this expectation or whatever and sharing that love with others and the success will come mm-hmm. from authenticity. Mm-hmm. And it's that's also what I'm learning too. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and podcast is a big part of that. Yeah. Well, both of us too. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's sharing who you really are and, yep. and, and not saying, Oh, this is weird or that's a, first of all, you're an 11. So you're weird. So you, <laughs> yeah. so you better, you better yeah. just own yeah. that. Yes. Right. Yeah. I've known that for a And you, you need a break the matrix mm-hmm. and that is nobody knows what the hell they're doing why would you worry about what other yes, people think I, yeah everyone's caught up in the matrix nobody most of the time knows. why yeah. would you listen to them <laughs> go to youtube and pick the greatest song of all time aretha yeah. franken led zeppelin classical whatever yeah. you're gonna find some jackass logged into their youtube account and said dislike yeah, yeah. hundreds of them thousands yeah. of them like oh okay you can run i'm not a big beatles fan but i'm not gonna dislike right yeah hey jude icons yeah. yeah yeah like oh i can write a song like john lennon big deal i mean no you can't so <laughs> Everyone talks shit about everything, yeah. and and but the six is the fear is that I'm I'm mm-hmm. people are going to see that I'm not enough, yeah, or I'm not going to I'm not going to live up to this concept, yeah. And with the five, that's this taking chances. Two five got when you do your two five thing, you go for the guy that's like a mover and a shaker, an entrepreneur, a risk taker, mm-hmm. you know, making you know he's like bungee jumping or he's taking big moves in in his career with the startups mm-hmm. and they're you know and they're mm-hmm. buying and selling whatever it is, yeah. And that's 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 you projecting your five, and then the two is the secure guy. He really want you know he's there. He's not going anywhere. You know he's dependable yeah. and he feels secure with that. Now if you go two two, you're going to get restless and want to break free. Hmm. If you go two five. They're not going to settle down or they're always going to have wow. issues with that. They're going to have commitment issues. This represents... So where do I catch a break? <laughs> you, you don't... All the things that we're talking about with men uh-huh. are all completely within you. Mm. It's about you taking greater chances in your life and living your freedom mm. and working through fear of the rejection or not being enough. Damn. Sounds yeah. applicable. Yeah, yeah. Very much. All right. Let me go back in time. Oh, this, is, okay. this is quite some time ago, but... Now I could I can go back two years ago um, in 2017 um, uh, in your last nine cycle. It's a classic time. Mm. Sometimes it, and, and it started in the end of 2016. But it, it, sometimes it can bring um, you know an ending of a job, a move, or a relationship, that kind yeah. of a thing. And um, but I really and I want to I'll, I'll go back in a second. I want to go back to I think it's 2013 if I can read my number. Okay. <laughs> now the reason why is I went back to your last five cycle, obviously. Oh my right? God! And 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 the year after that's 
your last six. Now, remember, you have a five-six combo in your chart, mm-hmm. right? So at your age, that's going to be it because you don't have – nine years before that, when you're in your last four, five or six, mm-hmm. ain't going to be anything happening. Yeah. You're too, 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 you're too 12. Yeah. Okay. So you're 12 now to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> you're like an embryo with legs. Thank you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, so young. <laughs> so, okay. So there's the drama of that year, right, about, about the you know, security and attachment or breaking free and taking chances. Right? Oh, I remember it. Yep. And and so we, we gotta talk about your relationship. And then also the following year, so um in your six, right? Mm. So we needed we need to talk about um your your changes in relationship status then. We need to talk about what you decided to do in your life to take a, a greater chance or Whoa, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and break out of the matrix and pinpoint what all these were. Right. Mm-hmm. And and also like the security and the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and going back and forth with that and the drama that played out in your life during that time frame mm-hmm. and, and whatever moves you made and whatever moves you didn't make because of the fear. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Oh my God. Okay. Twenty uh 2013 was the year that I got through my big breakup. Um, he was so awful. Um, like that relationship ended with him leaving me. I'm like naked on my knees begging for him to come back. Like it's just a vision that makes me shudder now thinking about it. Cause it's like that I would never do that for a guy, but like that's how low I was and how like much I felt like I needed him or I was mm. so attached, but I didn't. Um, mm. and then the year after I moved, yep. like literally moved to yep. a house, um, I was living in like a shitty, cheap apartment in Hollywood. Right. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I've always envisioned like, no, I want to live in a beautiful home in mm-hmm. Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. And then that's, I literally moved. And that was me saying to the universe, like, no, I'm ready to move up in the world. And like, yeah, the rent is more, but I'd like to pay it because it's worthwhile to me. And um, <laughs> I stopped dating. Well, I limited the amount of shitty guys that I dated. Okay. Um, they still trickle in. Yeah. It's it's hard okay. sometimes. Okay, no, 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 no. Look at what happened there. Uh-huh. It had, first of all, this security versus freedom in the move. Mm-hmm. I mentioned a move specifically, and I mentioned the fear of, of, of whether you can do it or what's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now, of course, I also said a change in, in relationship status, mm-hmm. right? And uh, okay, now, the person that you attracted, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. who obviously had some commitment issue and- He had demons. You know, well, yeah. this is this is- the dark 15, six, where we're having such deep seated self-love and self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. We attract someone that makes us feel so rejected. Mm-hmm. So not enough. Mm-hmm. Cause it's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. right. This is, mm-hmm. this is the program I talked about mm-hmm. now. Guess what? He didn't love himself. Correct. At the time you're thinking I'm missing the greatest thing of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm being rejected and hurt. There's something wrong with me. I'm not enough. Don't leave me. Right. Mm hmm. When in reality, you attracted someone who is really not worth being in a relationship with, who is not a good catch for you. Yep. God knows you must have idealized certain things about him. Mm-hmm. Did you not? Pro- did you project onto him? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So you, you had a virtual relationship. I call it the 15-6 virtual relationship where you're playing a role mm-hmm. to be with this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's about what you think he is and then, and then being the type of girl that mm-hmm. he'd want to be with, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah, wow, this is crazy. Do, 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 wait a minute. Oh, what the fuck? Watch this. What? If you're being a certain way that's not you to get love from some schmucky guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
then you are in a fake virtual relationship that mm-hmm. doesn't exist. You're yep. playing a role. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's why my past not relationship even seems like didn't even happen. Yeah. So okay. Whoa. Like, so not me. So so, so now wait a minute. I told you that your this wounding pattern inside of you said uh-huh. you're not enough. Mm-hmm. So you you'd have to perform for love. Mm-hmm. You're performing with some goofball guy being a, a person that you're not, you're acting essentially yeah. to get love from him to fit into his bullshit life. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then, and so you're actually being something that you're not to get love. Now that's, mm-hmm. why would you do that? A girl of your caliber, only if you believe that some, something that you're not enough mm-hmm. as to who you are. So you simply found through the matrix, somebody Right, that would require that you play that game. Oh my gosh! So that you would live out your childhood wounding pattern and believe I can't be me and be loved. I'm not enough as it is, so I have to perform and do things for Mm -hmm. love. Meanwhile, the time frame came when the matrix had to be broken, breaking free. So the universe had to kick you out of that. And here you are begging, don't leave me, you disgusting Uh piece of shit loser guy who I shouldn't even have been with in the first place. I hated him. I hated him, but I wanted to be with him. It made no sense. No, no, no. It makes when you Uh, know your wound. That's why I talk about compassion. Mm. Because because you have to understand, it actually Mm. makes every sense in the world. Mm. Of, you wanted to be yes. with them, not oh, you, not oh, your core self. That is compassion. I learned that mm. from my coach. You got too. like looking back at yeah. my childhood self and mm. what I wasn't. You know how I wasn't. You, no one is loved the way that they need to. I sure. think parents mm. can't are not capable of it. Um, so it's going to happen. Everyone's going to have a wounding pattern. But like the key to healing that was like hugging my childhood self mm. in my mind and saying mm. like it's. It's, it's okay. not your fault. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. It, or it, no, 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 it was that it makes sense you would feel this mm. way now. It makes exact sense that I wasn't able to order glasses online and it took me two months to order glasses because I didn't, I, I was left alone a lot as a child, didn't have like financial support. And so I think I have to do everything just right and can't waste mm. it, like, cent because there won't be another one. And like, like all this childhood stuff. Totally. To like, oh, I can't order yeah. glasses. Yeah. Online. Like, I'm simple, incapable. Yeah. Stuff but becomes- it makes sense acknowledging that that comes from somewhere and having yeah. compassion for yeah that. you're right it um, makes all the sense in the world and notice how you decided when i talked about a move during mm-hmm. that period correct mm-hmm. and i taught but but the the, the move was symbolic yes. it was about i deserve this yes i deserve yes. to have what i want and to live in an environment that reflects someone that deserves a good life yes. okay that only would have happened only happened mm. at as a catalyst of you you know, going through this mm-hmm. Shakespearean drama. Mm-hmm. And I can just tell you something right now. You were never in a relationship with him because you weren't there. Mm. You played a role to, to fix in his. And I can tell you something. Usually women that attract these 1560s guys have this sort of external lifestyles mm. where people need to look at them a certain way and mm. they need to be a certain way or mm-hmm. people, you know what I mean? Yeah. For external validation. If you go back and you see this guy was all into external shit and didn't love himself. I and, see it now. And, and here sure. you were so attached to that. Yeah. And then you, mm-hmm. okay. All right. One more quick yeah. thing. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. 20, 2017. Yeah. That was two years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what was going? It may have started in the fall of we call it the fall precursor in 2016, fall mm. of 2016, and to the end of 2017. Mm. Okay, was there some big reevaluation in your life mm. um, as far as 
where you were as far as the, the trapped and not taking chances or, or wanting to spread your wings and being unha- and being unhappy in that process. What what was the struggle mm-hmm. going on inside of yourself? Um, I think twenty seven. Oh well. Yeah, there was a big family drama that year. Tell me about the family drama really quickly. My brother was dating this girl that was awful. Mm -hmm. She, like, ostracized him from the family. Mm -hmm. He got a little brainwashed, um, Mm -hmm. turned on every member of our family. It kind of tore all of us apart, and we're just now mending back. Okay. But, yeah, 2017, I think we, like, went on a vacation. That was, like, one of the biggest, like, blow-ups. When he was... Attacking you with all of this propaganda and mm-hmm. poisoned by this girl. Yeah. What, what kind of stuff was he saying to you? Ooh, uh, you're a two faced manipulative bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it's this is the year of the monkey, and you have bad luck coming for you. I remember when you were a little girl, you were so happy. Isn't it sad how I can like recall yeah. all this? Mm-hmm. You yeah. were so happy and joyful. Um, and then like I, I saw the the life be sucked out of you. Like it was like that's gnarly. Okay. Yeah, it was fucked. Now, now, I can tell you why that happened then. Mm. That's not a coincidence. Mm. Every 15, six carries negative messages of not being enough or being flawed or something's wrong with them, mm-hmm. which is not true. Any six carries something like that, particularly the 15. Mm-hmm. By him telling you these things, even though they're not true, mm-hmm. they're reinforcing and reconnecting you to your subconscious fears that you're broken, flawed, not destined for fulfillment or something of this mm-hmm. sort. He's actually reinforcing the negativity already existing. That he already saw in me. Yeah. Right. It was like a weak spot and he knew it. And he, and he, and, and he saw that betrayal. in Betrayal. You mentioned betrayal and of... That is an that. absolute mm-hmm. betrayal in the family yes, that has to do with it attacking your self-love and your self-acceptance. Oh my God. And it happened in your nine. Now you see, that's a very important thing is to understand the timing of why things are happening. Mm, timing. It's all symbolic. Mm. To me, everything's symbolism. Yeah. It's all like, symbolic. And if you yeah. understand that, mm-hmm. and remember, only somebody who didn't love themselves would mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. And then you break the matrix and you start to see, mm-hmm. oh my God, I get it. Yeah. Then you can start going, okay, none of this is actually really real. It has to do with very wounded, hurt, broken yes. people. Mm-hmm. And yes. really, I'm actually perfectly the way that I am. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm enough. And yeah. if and, and if that's yeah. the case, and I'm free to do whatever the hell I want and not have to worry about anything and, and not worry about what people think. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Then you're free. You ever been with someone who really doesn't give a shit what other people think? Yeah. They're the most incredible awesome. magnetic people on planet yeah, Earth. That's who you really are. That is the core you. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. It is just free to express whatever mm-hmm. thing. And that right there, you share your love with other people mm-hmm. and help them to love and accept themselves to your art and your creativity. Mm-hmm. And you start doing things because you, I always say self-love, part of self-love is, is to, to love what you, well, to do what you love mm-hmm. is an act of self-love. Mm, not, like not to do for the applause or yeah, the acceptance yeah. or I'm good, I'm great, or this right. guy likes me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're actually free for the first time. Mm-hmm. And then you can take chances because you're not worried about it like just outcome where, the, yeah. or yeah. where the outcome is. Or, yeah. yeah. Validation. Ooh, thank you oh, so much. Thank you for doing that much. on the fly. Yeah, that was but, so cool. Um, should I, we do, I mean, we'll edit around, but like, yeah. should we do a card reading? Is, would, would you, you do like a quick reading? one? Yeah, I'll do a quick yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Cool. Okay. Hell yes. Like that. Okay, clearing this energy. I already uh, polyed it. So take the cards and rub them around in your hands like that to kind of get your... Is this, is this going to work on Jews? I don't, I don't want to yes. cause a problem here. <laughs> so far, so good. We've had multiple <laughs> yeah. Jewish okay. guests. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> you still want to break the rules and get in yeah, trouble. Yeah, you're good. You're All good. Right. Okay. Now, is there anything you're seeking guidance on? These are goddess guidance cards. So just... Oh my God, how beautiful is that? Yeah. Uh, nothing in particular. Okay. So okay. just a general. Just a general... Okay. 
I like general. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Okay, I'll take them. Let the universe tell you what's up. Totally. Yeah, let's do an inhale together. Interesting. Mott. Oh. Oh my God. The situation will be handled in a fair and just manner. So you were asking oh, that's just good. in general. <gasps> that makes a lot of sense. Oh, cool. It? Yep. Wow. A L- little bit of legality thing. Not not a big deal, but a, but a small legality I'm involved in. <gasps> okay. okay. That, that I'm Fairness, uh, yeah. uh, searching for a f- fair and just outcome. Yeah. Also, you said you're a Libra and that's all about balance and yeah, fairness and justice. Yeah, the scales are yeah. on here, which is the symbol of Libra. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down with the fairness. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Let's see what Matt has to say. Okay. (laughs) Matt says, let me suggest another definition for fairness. It's when all parties involved surrender their personal agendas in favor of the greater good for the entirety of the group. Mm. I see. This requires trust in the wisdom of the whole. Mm. When it comes to matters of disputes, the attacks are based on fears that you may not receive your share. I mean, this is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yet attacks amplify the hurt and the pain that caused the dispute in the first place. Mm -hmm. Why not surrender your attachment to a specific outcome and instead direct your holy will toward the resolution of the argument? Mm. Hold a firm vision of a peaceful outcome and let the pieces fall into place in Mm. a harmonious manner. I believe that's similar to chickity check yourself before you rickety rickety wreck yourself. I believe so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, various meanings of this card. So okay. whatever resonates. Yeah. For what you. already resonates hugely. Oh um, yeah. The first one. A lawsuit will be resolved. Oh my God! Congrats. <laughs> Come on now. Yes. I mean, you can't mess crazy. with that. Wow. That's, That's on point. A dispute will end harmoniously. Yeah. You'll be treated fairly. Yep. Keep everyone's in. Uh, keep everyone's needs in mind yes. during negotiations. Mm. Okay. Release guilt and shame as these emotions can attract a punishing attack. So release the guilt and shame. As a Jew, that's not easy. <laughs> I get it. Raised Catholic. I'm a half Catholic, half Jew. That makes, that's, okay, I love it. By the way, that was spot on. Yeah, I mean, spot. Yes. Yeah. Rare, and by the way, rarely does that happen to me. Really? Wow. Rarely. That's cool. I, I, I have to hand it to you. Yes. That was yes. incredibly apt. Wow. To what's going on in my life. Wow. She's a witch. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, you about, are. <laughs> about Matt. You are. Matt is the Egyptian yeah. goddess of integrity, fairness, and justice, who holds a scale that measures souls against a feather at the time of death to detect mm-hmm. any heaviness from guilt. Mm-hmm. Matt protects us in business and personal relationships, mm-hmm. ensuring that we're treated fairly and honorably. Mm-hmm. Call upon her for before signing any contract, during a dispute, or whenever you feel guilty or remorseful. That was fantastic. Amazing. Great. Oh, I'm so glad. That was actually literally helpful. Yes. Yes, so was this. (laughs) So thank you. Tip for tat. Yeah. It's Um, always good to go back in time and pick out the douchebag. It's always always great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. Let's all. Oh, what? what? Your your, your career. Yeah. What do you Uh, see? (laughs) uh, If I I get. Yeah. You're getting a career break this year. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, thank you though. Is it, it's it, it's already in process, or you know? I think it's already yeah. in process. Yeah. You have a lot in process. Yeah, yeah. Really you're, you're, you're going to have a breakout in your career this year. Thank you. Know? you. I've yeah. always felt like yeah. 27. I'm turning 27 this year yeah. in June, and I feel like yeah. that has always been my year where I'm yeah. gonna. Yeah, it's a classic, Ooh, a classic nice. time for that. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, uh, but but you know what I love about him, mm. um, uh, 38 alums in particular, um, is that. Uh, is that it, it comes with sort of that awakening and the awareness. Like you can be under an eight year, which is a classic time for growth and income and achievement and mm-hmm. career statistically. But but 11s, particularly this kind of 11, um, it, it isn't just a break in your career. You, you're, you're awakened and ready for the break. Mm. Right? That applies. It, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's like there's, there, there's, there, is an, there is growth in your internal world and mm-hmm. external world simultaneously. I've done so much emotional work in the past, yeah. since 2017, since the family yeah. drama. I've done so much yeah. work that I feel like I wouldn't have been able to handle success if it had yeah. come so at that, that time, you know? Yeah. So, so we see the beauty of the universe and the, the beauty timing. of the intelligence, mm-hmm. it, it, the timing of it, mm-hmm. the, the, the healing cycle, which is the nine. Ooh. Hearing it back, the the attacks, which were really just part of your childhood, mm-hmm. hearing it back, what you were carrying inside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That helped you to go on a on a on a greater mm-hmm. journey to self healing, yeah. didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yes, right. good point. And it had to do with fear and 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 security and, and, security betrayal. and not betrayal, not mm-hmm. being enough, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it happened exactly in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And and look at where you're in right now. Yeah, that's so oh, cool. Thank you. You see how wow. perfect the universe is. Yeah. I know. It's a beautiful, perfect, yeah. awesome. Everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's extraordinary how this stuff works, mm-hmm. and it and it doesn't stop working. And it feels like it only makes sense in retrospect, though. Like when you're looking back and you're like, "Oh, that's oh. why." Well, of course, because you're caught up in the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why meditation and being in the now mm-hmm. helps you to where you're to unconscious and you're conscious, mm-hmm. or you're in the one right now. Yeah. You're here. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's not a new agey concept. My 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 brilliant therapy is all evidence based psychology Mm -hmm. and on studies on this is that it calms the nervous system and it starts Mm -hmm. to help clear out Mm -hmm. part you get out of the pattern yep 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 yep. that's what i learned in meditation wow okay don't forget your (laughs) purpose okay to enlighten and to help others love and accept themselves Mm -hmm. i've always known that that is like yeah yeah i wanted to be a role model for young girls yeah oh there it is yeah Mm -hmm. yeah same Okay, okay, let's uh, do a basic blessing, something we're grateful for to yes. end the episode. Um, I'm grateful for timing, just your whole, mm. oh my gosh, speech just then. I'm like, it makes me so grateful. I like, I'm on the verge of tears. I feel like mm. I have been for the past 10 minutes. I'm very grateful it's for beautiful. you coming in and talking to us too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so fascinating. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Um, can go. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm grateful. You know, I always said my, my pain is your gain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm grateful that I've, I've, I, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a very, uh, I, you know, I, two years ago, I went through some very deep lessons that, that were so difficult mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, retrospectively, and I, I see the beauty in the lesson, mm-hmm. but, but, um, but I'm so grateful for the fact that I had the courage to work on myself and mm-hmm. not just help everybody else, but look at me mm-hmm. and learn and grow and evolve and then take all that knowledge. I'm grateful that I can help other people and I can mm-hmm. see the the look on your face that this was a, a powerful experience for you yeah. and enlightening one. And I'm, I'm grateful Lighter. that... 
Well, well, that's I'm, I'm grateful for for that. I'm grateful that I can make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. That I picked yes. something in to to contribute to the world. Yeah, I will piggyback off that. My, yeah. I'm grateful that I inspire people. I've been getting I. How lucky am I that I've been getting feedback? Mm. Oh yeah, getting like it's positive so nice. feedback is such a gift. Mm-hmm. So thanks to everyone who's recently told me that I've inspired them. What a mm-hmm. beautiful thing. Um, and it seems like. <laughs> rule of three numbers mm. three of those have popped up within a week randomly wow, and I, yeah. w- when I wasn't expecting it or asking for it or anything but I, I'm grateful that I was thanked for yeah. inspiring people and I want to keep doing that hell yes we got to take a look at that 18.9 for Ooh. you at some point okay yeah we, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have to figure this out we'll bring you back too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta take a look at that for okay. you okay Love it. Uh, thank, thank you, you so, so much. It's been my pleasure. Very fun, by the way. Yeah. You too. Anything to plug? Oh, your, yes. Where people can find you, your website? So, yeah, my website is joshcode, like a code.com, joshcode.com. Um, people can book sessions if they'd like. I have an online calendar that they can do that. Um, I'm featured in Goop right now. Cool. Um, it's a little bit of a primer on how to find out what number you're in. Some simple uh, tips about your year that you're in. Cool. You can find that, you know, I guess you could Google Josh Siegel numerology goop and it should come up. Cool. And um, I think I'm doing uh, a retreat kind of situation in June. Um, check on my website for this. I'll have more information on it. But there's a group called Mercado Sagrado that does these great sort of health and wellness um, events in, in Topanga, but they're doing something in Big Sur in June. Awesome. I'm going to do a primer on uh, at numerology and how to learn about it a little bit more. Cool. But you can check back with me on that. Awesome. Okay. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Josh. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>